0: what's up fam welcome back to a yet another episode of your favorite local podcast unpacked 101 um i go by the name of neo and i'm the co-host of unpacked 101 and of course you know you never catch me in these streets riding solo i've got uh my co-host with me the most clutch co-host in the game Yes sir, it's
1: your boy David Joe back with another one, and today we are having a collab with a podcast that has been doing numbers this damn while. Honey, I'm home, I'm sure everybody's heard about it, and if I can hand it over to you Tando to just introduce yourself.
2: What's up, guys? Thank you so much for that beautiful intro. My name is Tando, and yes, I am the host of Honey, I'm Home. I'm actually so excited to be having this conversation with the guys. I think it's a conversation that's doing a lot of rounds on the streets and also on Twitter. And so it would be really nice to just unpack. But I'll let you guys introduce the topic and we can take it from there.
1: Yes, sir so um today's topic as tanja said has been doing around on social media and i think it's been doing around since probably the beginning of time because it's a mystery to each other side Uh, today's topic is what men want versus what women want or need
2: Mm. that's going to be very interesting i'm actually very keen to see from you guys' perspective because obviously I know a lot about what women want as a woman so it'd be really nice to just hear and mm. pick your minds about what do men actually really want because most of the time relationships fail because we don't understand what each party wants and so just being at a standpoint where you understand what your partner wants is very important and very key in directing the relationship towards success mm. no hmm
0: okay so to start off should i start off with what okay i'll speak for 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 oh, on behalf of of the of the gents uh of the men um but also I'll, I'll I'll personalize it and um you know answer from from my from my own experiences i think like what Sandra was saying a lot of times you know i found that you know communication often broke down because uh my partner assumed that you know my love language was this or this is how, you know, I would communicate, um, you know, my, my love in terms of, you know, because you have, you have the five different love languages. So you, you, you've got acts of services, you've got um, words of affirmation, you've got, I think, gifting. There's quality touch. And the fifth one is... Physical touch. Physical touch, yeah. So I think for me, the one thing that, you know, um, that I want in a, in a relationship or from my significant other more than anything is quality time. Um, I think that's, that's my number one love language. Um, and then secondly, I want a relationship where there's open and uh, open and effective communication. So in terms of like, I want honest and open communication. So even if um, I feel like, you know, what this person needs to tell me or what I need to tell this person is going to hurt her. I would still want that person, you know, to know that this is how I feel regarding a certain situation. Um, I want a partner who's also going to hold me accountable. Um, You know, I want to be in a relationship where if I'm not doing what I need to be doing, you know, she needs to, you know, tell me like, yo, dude, you need to get in line. You need to, you know, up your game or whatever the case is. I think, yeah. So for me, I'd say that the, the, the things I can think of, like off the top of my head, is I want a person who's going to, you know, make every and any effort to spend time with me. Um, obviously, we have busy schedules and I'm not requesting or, you know, asking the person to to be with me 24 seven because we have separate lives outside of the relationship. But I think, like I said, quality time, um, I want a person who I feel comfortable so we create enough uh, space that's, you know, um, safe enough for us to be able to communicate our feelings openly um, even if it means it's gonna hurt the other person. Um, so yeah, those are just some of the things I can think about off the top of my head.
2: I love what you said about um effective communication because I think we think that we are communicating with our partner, especially as women, you will think that you said your points. And because you said it in a certain way, your partner's meant to understand it. But the thing about communication is that you are meant to deliver or articulate what you're trying to say effectively so that the next person understands it. Um, But that's also something that I really look for in a relationship. It's being able to understand someone. And I don't know what it is with men, but men don't seem to be emotionally available as um, opposed to women. And so it makes communication harder because I always feel as though I am putting the burden on the guy to open up or to be vulnerable towards me or to trust me. And it ends up being a situation where everything is always about me. I'm always the one saying how my day was, what I am going through. And it seems as if I'm needy or clingy whenever I'm coming towards my partner. And that's something that a lot of women struggle with because men don't create that space where it's easy to communicate. And so I don't know how you guys think communication could be effective in a relationship in terms of how exactly do you want me to communicate my points in a in a way that you guys understand it. And also how do I create that space that's safe enough for you to trust me and to open up, especially in the talking stage. Cause in the talking stage, I'm still getting to know who you are and we're still getting to know each other. And so if you're not communicating, chances of it manifesting into a relationship are very low. So it's all about how we create that space in the talking stage. And I find that most of my talking stages don't progress past that phase because I realize that someone cannot talk to me. If you can't talk to me, I don't think we could be together. Or if you can't, if I'm not your first point of call, and I get that it's only just the talking stage, but I mean we are trying to establish a relationship. So you should be putting in that effort. So my question to you guys as men, how can we as women communicate better and effectively in a way that doesn't necessarily harm anyone in the relationship, but it delivers the points. And think about communication, sometimes, yes, what I'm going to say is going to be painful, but better that, um, than me not saying anything at all.
1: Okay. I think if, maybe if I can take this on, um, based on what you were saying, especially um, with the emotional part of it, to say that men aren't as emotional um, or don't want to create as emotional ties as um, easily as women do, or they don't. I think it comes from maybe because creating, creating emotional ties requires like vulnerability. And now mm. a lot of the time, I think the problem is that um, vulnerability is not something, something associated with masculinity. So because the two things can never be associated, that's why I think you find it very difficult for men to create those sort of like emotional ties. So I think yeah. it's funny enough, actually, I think for guys, it's much easier to to have something physical or, you know, to to say, let me see you. But when it's like, okay, let's really sit down. Let's really start to conversate and really, so that I can understand you. That becomes a whole different ballgame altogether because then it's like, it's outside that kind of um, that comfort of masculinity or that comfort of what you already know, because then we have to step out of that and actually start, you know, like speaking to somebody and letting them in, which then creates yeah. a sense like I think you become completely vulnerable in a situation like that, and that's that's what a relationships about. But obviously, because it's not associated with masculinity, it becomes very difficult.
2: So now, how do we draw the line? Because I know I don't appreciate coming or I don't appreciate someone coming off too hard onto me. So when you're saying it's easier for guys to be physical in comparison to emotional, to us, it seems as if all you guys want is to engage with us sexually only. Right. And then we want to engage emotionally. So you see where the lines start blurring Mm. because yes, you might want something emotional as well as a man, but you can't express it because of how society has placed men. Mm. So why are we not breaking down those narratives? Like, are we stuck in those um in those areas where we just know men to be people who are just very physical? And how how can I read a man? Because sometimes I just think if you are very sexual or you your conversation or your tone is very sexual towards me, chances of me getting you a chance are very low because that's not what I'm looking for. But in essence, it takes longer for guys to engage emotionally than it does for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um so on on the emotion, emotions, um, chat, I think like like what David was saying, you know, how I like to picture it, it's like going when men go to war, um, you know, you have to have protective gear, you have to have weapons, you know, armor, all of that stuff. And like when we start you know, letting your guard down and letting someone in and, you know, being emotional with them. That's like basically going to war without a gun. That's how it feels like. Because you you get to a point where, for for many of us guys, I think growing up, it was hard for us to, you know, have those relationships, even in the household, you know, where we could openly and effectively communicate about our feelings. Um, just like what you guys, I think what David mentioned about how it was, it, its it's you know society and obviously over time and stuff um men weren't really the 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 ones to show you know emotions and emotions were seen as a sign of weakness so i think like now if 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 you and your partner can you know have a conversation an honest conversation where you try to understand them by creating that safe space and i think how we go about creating that safe space is we have to start the conversation so you leading the conversation even and just letting your partner know that um listen i've noticed that maybe when it comes to communicating that's not your strong suit and i was thinking you know maybe we it's something that we can work on and i know also for some men phys- physically that's how they communicate so maybe their physical i mean they love language is physical touch so not necessarily having sex but you know giving a hug is is, is a sign or a form of communication to communicate that you love the person um so i think the 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 first place that we need to start is to break those barriers down you know to to decimate them to destroy them but we can only do that by having a sit down with each other you know because if we try any other way it's not going to work you know we need to communicate and even if the person is not good at communicating um it's going to require patience as well from from the other side you know um to to um to finally get that person to open up because for some people opening up is is not easy so I think um and I'm going to repeat this it it starts off with us making the decision to have the conversation and to be open-minded about you know what the other person will say or what the other person um wants to achieve from the conversation
2: yeah, that's actually so interesting because for me, okay, I'm going to speak for myself, um, but I know a lot of women probably can resonate with this. For me, what I want is for someone to like state their intentions from the get-go because it makes things easier in terms of the relationship, in terms of how I engage with you and in terms of where I place you in terms of my priorities, right? So if you are just looking for someone to chat with that's literally what I'm going to do with you just chat with you if you want anything more that's what I'm going to do but most of the time we are lied to about what the guy's intentions are and I think that's where a lot of misunderstanding starts to happen and a lot of damage occurs from the get-go I'm being lied to that's the first thing like stating your intentions being clear about what you want and making it clear that you want me And the second thing is I don't want to be exposed to all your other girls because I know men will always have some other girls just lingering around. And that's one thing that puzzles me. If you say you want me, why are you still keeping some other girls around? But as a form of respect, I don't want to find out about your woman because chances are in the talking stage, there are other people that you are talking to. And as you should, because when you're a single you're exposed to multiple people and that's okay until you make your decision to say this is the person that I'm going with. So that's the second thing. I don't want to hear about all your other women. I just don't. Right? And the third thing is just don't make me a Popeye. I think that one is the biggest one for me because I'll love you out loud. I'll be posting all pictures. I'll be saying this man is everything. Meanwhile, you are in other people's DMs having monologues. Like they're not even replying to your DM. You just replying with like fire emojis to their stories and now everyone is thinking if only she knew right Mm -hmm. so that is my biggest my biggest ask from men and as a woman don't ever make me a papaya especially if we have progressed past that stage of us making our relationship official and you have me as your header your background whatever but you're still in people's dms going out to people
1: Okay, I think on, on, on my side, right, um, especially when you talk about intentions, make your intentions clear, there's always that um, that idea, we've probably heard it many times over, like what then happens in a situation where I make my intentions clear, right, but you aren't necessarily aligned with them, you and maybe even yeah. given that, like I know, obviously, maybe the, the ideal answer would be, okay, we then just leave, but assuming that i really maybe want to pursue this person but they just not with my initial intention then i kind of maybe change it around not saying not to say that you've lied but to say that i'm trying to align with your what you want me from me also you understand what then happens with that is it because i don't think that's necessarily lying that's like i'm trying to align my intention with yours or is that deceiving in some sense
2: it's not necessarily deceiving if I don't align with what you're trying to achieve or what you want. I think the best thing to do is just to leave me alone. That That's the easiest thing to do and a way which we can move forward. But most of the time, you'll find that someone will actually appreciate you being honest with them. Or they might actually also want something. But I do think the easiest thing to do is to test the waters out before. Let's say, for example, you have been following this person on Twitter for a very long time, have banter on the timeline or maybe kind of scout their tweets and then use that as your foundation. Because a lot of women will be clear on, I don't want situationships. I don't want anything temporary. And so if you know she doesn't want situationships, you have no business offering her a situationship. Mm you see
1: okay um just also one one more point i think as you say in this also I'm, i'm realizing that we hadn't gotten to the part where we said what then do you think women want
2: i think women just want honesty just be honest with me and be sure that you want me don't be fickle in your decisions and also another thing is that Men are not careful with where they place their seeds, right? So they, not seeds in terms of sperm, but I'm just saying uh, figuratively, in that you will shoot your shot with every single woman, not realizing that they're all in the same circle. And so, therefore, now we know that you sent me a message, you sent the other person a message. Just be very careful about how you approach me and what you offer me. And honesty quite literally, is the best policy because I will respect you more if you're honest with me, but also don't over-sexualize things in that you come into my DMs and you tell me that you want to blow my back. I don't think that is going to make me want you, especially if it doesn't align with what I have been um, putting out there. So, I think some guys are liking that, some women did want them previously, but obviously, as women, we don't like shooting our shots. So, when you do come in with that energy, it's easier for you. But just being very cognizant of what the woman is like, what they portray on social media, and then maybe coming from that end. But I also think have a genuine conversation before and then see where their hate space is at and go that route. That is the safest route. And if I say to you to you, you don't align with what I'm looking for, don't take it to heart. Literally, I know what I'm looking for. And if you don't align with it, we all are gonna get rejected at some point And that day just had to be you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um this um so something, something well, a question or rather a thought in my mind. Um you mentioned earlier, um, talking you spoke about talking stage and how like, you know. In, in a talking stage because you still getting to know the person and stuff. There's no, you know, there's not, there's not really a solid um, foundational relationship that, you know, you can have multiple talking stages. Um, and I wanted to like find out from, from you, you know, from a perspective of a woman, um, what do you expect or want in a talking stage and what can, the other person do and what is the other person not allowed to do if you have do's and don'ts in a talking stage?
2: Um, I think talking stages are a lot more fluid right in that you can kind of do a lot and get away with a lot but I in a talking stage I don't like a talking stage that prolongs beyond a month or two months before we get to meet each other. I think the best thing to do is to set up dates, go out, meet the person so that you draw the interest as well. I'm not just going to talk to you every single day. I'm hearing you out. I'm becoming your emotional clutch and I haven't even met you. So talking stages are meant to, you're meant to go on dates, find out more about who the person is, what they're about and what they're doing. And, you are allowed to have multiple talking stages, but I think you have to disclose if you are sexually active with other people because that puts my health at risk, right? And I know that a lot of people are okay with having like any sexual activity before the relationship is official. In that case, if you are that person, you have to take care of your health and other person's health. I don't think people should be engaging in multiple um, sexual activities at a go because I'm a medical sciences student and therefore I want people to be safe. But in cases where people are, it's imperative that you let your other people know. That's the first thing, taking care of everyone in the circle. The third thing, no, the first thing is go on dates. The second one is being open about what you're doing behind doors. And the third thing is, just understand where the talking stage is going. So having a conversation surrounding, do we see each other being in a relationship? I think that matters a lot because if we say no, let's just carry on as is and both parties agree, great. But if one party says, nah, actually, I think I'm catching feelings and you're not at this uh, um, on the same page, let's just cancel it out. Then you cancel it out. I think communication is very important in a talking stage because you are trying to get to know someone and consistency as well. So answer my messages the same way you've been answering them. Call me the same way you've been calling me, because once you start being inconsistent, I'm taking that as you are not interested anymore. So those are my four things I think that women want in talking stages. Just communicate with me, be open about what you're doing. um, Be safe with the people that you're engaging with. And also take me out on dates. Okay. and then from your side what do you guys look out for I know with men talking stages they don't quite put a lot of effort into talking stages or they don't really see much value or they don't place value in talking stages it's just like I'm just talking to this girl and it is what it is if it plans out the way it plans out fine but most of the time they don't really take talking stages like we do
1: yeah yeah, I think I think on my side, that's definitely the sentiment I share. As in sometimes I, I'd always perceive like talking stages are just yeah, it's just one of those things that's just going on. Um but the one thing you do look out for is like, well personally, um somebody who's like who knows how to speak to you, like somebody, as we said, like effective communication, um, in terms of even like tone in which you speak, uh, the language that you use um Like you want somebody, like, for instance, like preferably, like I wouldn't want somebody maybe who's like very vulgar or something like that, you know. So those are like some of the small things you look for, because I think during the talking stage, the one thing that does like linger on your mind is like, okay, if I was to let's say take my girlfriend, or if she became my girlfriend, and now I was to take her and I was to introduce her to to the friends, I'm introducing her to the family, she had to yeah. kind of you know meet what they would expect you to bring also, you understand? So basically she has to meet your intention if we're going back there. So yeah, I think that's that's just the main thing I would look for in, in like in a person during a talking stage. Nothing too hectic, I think, by then.
0: You, can I
2: so how do you guys how do you... okay no you can okay. how do you guys feel about women having multiple talking stages? Is that a problem for you guys?
0: Um yeah, so yeah, I would like to go and, and answer that. I think for me it, it's it's not a problem but I think in talking stages what I prefer to do is communicate so you know have that conversation are we exclusive so meaning that are we only talking to each other and not talking to other people um, or is it a talking stage where you know you're allowed to talk to other people you're allowed to see other people but I think personally for me it is a problem because if I'm trying to get to know you that's you're the only person that I'm trying to get to know you know what I mean if I'm serious about you you're the, you're the one that I'm trying to get to speak to and stuff. Because I don't have energy as well to be speaking or to be in multiple talking stages. I feel like it's tiring. Already a talking stage is tiring. because all those... And expensive. Exactly. Because you, know, you guys are talking over the phone, often going out on dates. You're still trying to learn each other and stuff like that. So now imagine being in multiple talking stages. How do you manage that? Because also some people become very emotional um in talking stages where they tell you about their lives and stuff so now imagine you're in three or four talking stages and you you're the only well you yeah let's say three four talking stages and now you have to manage or not manage but you have to sort of be like a shoulder to to cry yeah you have to absorb everything that you know everyone is 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 telling you Um, some people might have you know requirements or they might have things that they expect you to do in the talking stage so being consistent with like four people that you're talking to. For me, I just feel like it's 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 um it's strenuous and also it's it's time consuming. So I'd prefer to just be in one talking stage where my only job is to get to know you better. Um and that way I'll be able to advance my my intentions a lot quicker as well. On my side, I have a question also, something that I was thinking about. Um
1: and I think if you've been on social media enough, you've probably seen this chat go around every now and again. And I think this is the one chat I have never seen, like, a you know, like a conclusion or, like, a decisive thing where everyone's like, okay, we're kind of on the same page. The idea of, like, um roles in a relationship, so the idea that the woman is submissive and the man is providing, what's your take on that?
2: You that's a very loaded um question but i think it is something that we have been discussing for a very long time and the reason why we're going around in circles is because of the the patriarchy that will always overrule all right so yes some men will say my role is to be dominant um and in me being that figure it means i pay for the bills i i I say what needs to be done, you cook for me, you do ABC. But in that same tone, other men will say, no, you will cook for me, but we will split the bill. So that's selective patriarchy where you only accept it where it benefits you and you reject it where it It doesn't. And my take on this is it will be different in every relationship. In some relationships, you'll get a, a man who says, I will princess treatment you from the beginning to the end and princess treatment being anything from buying you stuff to how he treats you emotionally to just making your life easier and all you need to do is just look pretty and then you'll be in another relationship where you are splitting the bowls halfway you are helping the guy cook and he helps you as well I just think it depends on the relationship that you're in and it also depends on who you're with because you can't necessarily be with a student and expect them to take over everything. I think that's really unfair. Also, you being a student, understanding the struggles that students go through in comparison to the working men who are able to finance vacations, finance your apartment, buy you cars. So it just really depends on what you want and who you are dating. But I think a lot of the standards that have been set benefit men more than they do benefit women. And it's in terms of submissiveness. So a woman has to always be submissive to cater to a man. But all a man has to do is pay for the bills. And so I think that's where the line always divides social media or divides even like offline In that patriarchy puts you at a point where you're always above the woman. And in you always being above the woman, you get to call a lot of the shots. But in calling the shots, you also need to be able to have a backbone and a standing point and be able to kind of back what you're saying. Because I don't think it's fair. Because I was saying as well, it depends on who you're dating. I don't think it's fair as a student to expect another student to, to cook for you every night to clean your room, to iron your laundry and you are on the other side not doing anything, just being there emotionally for them. If they say things such as I want you to take me on dates, then that's where you guys have to meet halfway. It's the same thing with looks as well where men say, I want a girl who is shaped like an hourglass. But then when we say, I want a man with money, then it becomes a problem. And so I think it entirely depends on who you are as a person and that's why we will never get to a solid conclusion in that everyone is different we're all looking for different things and that's why we need to keep having these conversations because i think for you to be able to have an argument you need to have you need to be knowledgeable on both sides so be knowledgeable on what men want be knowledgeable on what women want and also understand where you stand for me I've been in relationships where everything was taken care of. And all I had to do was look pretty. I've been in relationships where I was splitting the goals half-half. And so that's where my standpoint comes from. It's coming from experience. But a lot of people also see on social media as a woman being treated a certain way, especially on Valentine's Day where you see Larato who, this like a stadium, got booked out for her. And that's what now you also aspire to do forgetting who you are dating and I I think it's very important to understand where you stand it's okay to aspire to those things there's no shame in wanting to be spoiled and wanting to be loved differently but there is a lot of shame in shaming people who are getting those things who are doing that for people shaming people for wanting men with money wanting people to spoil them so I think it just really depends on what you want
0: Mm -hmm. um I love the point that you uh that you made about like how you know situations are different and you know people want different things you know in yeah. talking stages and relationships because also another thing that I found that which is common um, or something that I picked up on rather is that people some people I think especially with men we put unnecessary pressure on ourselves um, for example you know you'll go through the TL and you'll see that you know this guy did this for. For his girlfriend and you know now you you panicking and you know your financial situation that you are students and this is how much your allowance is but at the same time you you sort of also want to do like grand gestures for you know for for your girlfriend um then you end up spending more money than you actually have you know and i mean the, the intention is coming from a good place and stuff but now you know i think it's also important that us as gents, we we know, okay, cool. This is what I can afford and this is what I can't afford. And I think the person that you you are worth, which is also something that you touched on, um, should be understanding. Um where I feel like finance finances should also be something that, you know, is spoken of in relationships. Um it's 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 important for us, you know, it's very pivotal for us to know um what our partner's financial background is like. So what type of family do they come from? Um, you don't have to know the, 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 the details, you know, the, how much the allowance is and stuff, but just knowing what they are capable of, um, affording and what they can't afford that way. We also understand each other and, you know, I won't have to break my back to, or break my bank to, um, to buy you something, but you know, there are also other meaningful ways, which are less, you know, less, um, expensive that I can show, you know, my love or express my love through to you and stuff.
2: Yeah, I like how you were saying be aware of your partner's financial standings and that also comes with both parties being open about their financial standings and it's it's a hard topic to have because there's a lot of pride from guys in relation to finances especially if maybe the woman is making a lot more money than you but let me tell you guys one thing when a woman loves you there's not much that she will say no to and It just has to come from a place where you are honest to them. I know women who go all out for their guys who become submissive naturally because they're being treated right. And so in a relationship where the puzzles fit, everything just falls into place. You don't have to ask much from the woman. They will just do. Same as with men. When a guy likes you, you will know it and they will make it clear. And so I think that whole chat about being submissive or not being submissive really just um, points towards being with someone who actually really wants to be with you and how you know that someone wants to be with you is through their actions and their words, more so their actions because when you are in a space with someone that you love, you will feel it. Right. And you will also, your life will also just become easier. You're not stressed about someone you're just at a happier place. And so that's why I think women will do anything if you treat them right. And in talking about your finances, it has to happen from the beginning. How many dates are we having a month? How often are we buying each other gifts? What would you like? Do you want to go on vacations? And things like that. Or are we going to save up both of us and then go 50-50 for dates? There's nothing wrong with going 50-50 for dates. I think social media has made it seem as though the man has to cover everything. And I think that's why a lot of guys are mentally unstable and mentally not well, because they're trying to just make money. And when you see how men are showing up for their partners on social media, not knowing what they do offline, some of them are scammers, some of them don't even make money legally. And so you're comparing yourself to people not knowing how they've make that money and so i think it's very important to know yourself even before you get to know your partner and know what you're not able to take and what you can take Mm -hmm. and also also dates are not that expensive i think people have this idea that you have to go every night to a five-star michelin restaurant or like a hotel but if you are smart enough you will look in the right places and you'll find dates that are actually very affordable you will be able to go on a date um, to go on a date once a week so that's four times in a month um so i i just think being creative also about where you guys go what you do you can have dinner indoors candlelit you made you prepared dinner that's a date you can go out for a picnic that's a date so i think don't necessarily look at what other people are doing they probably are even much older than you probably working as CEOs, or whatever, but they just don't tell you because I mean, it's social media. Mm. So just know your pocket and your partner. Okay.
1: nah, I, I, I definitely hear your chat. And I think also you made a very important point just to touch on this, uh, maybe before we wrap that, that topic, um, that, I think a lot of time when people have this conversation of, like, providing and submission and all these things, you understand? I think um people take it out of the context of love. So it's like, would you submit to somebody without, we, we're not taking into account that, I think when you love somebody, I it automatically comes out of me that I want to make sure that you're taken care of, you understand? Mm-hmm. When you love somebody, also for, maybe for women on their side, not knowing exactly, but it can also just come out of them that I want to make sure that you're taken care of either side you get what i'm saying so i think a lot of time when we have the conversation on social media i think we we remove the love element or to say that somebody would be doing it not because they forced or there's a gun held to the head but just because they genuinely love their partner so i think when we also take in context of love i think like you said it comes naturally it just happens organically where you then you i think you're more prone to saying okay you know what because you you're my partner and I respect you, maybe I, th- I don't want you to pay for dates as much, you know, like have your money to yourself and you my partner. You're like, you know, not, you came maybe from a long day at work or school, whatever. And I just feel like cooking for you. That's, that's completely different. I think as long as it's not a obligation that comes at, as it must happen, but it should be a thing where I think you want it to happen once you guys get to that point. Mm.
2: Yeah. And no one is entitled to your money. No one is entitled to your time. But when you love someone, it's it's very easy to just give them that money and that time. And so that's why you have to also just be with someone who really values you and really likes you. Mm,
0: no, nah, definitely. Um, so I thought like, you know, um just to wrap up the you know the this episode, we could um have like a bonus question, you know, just um, maybe give tips to you know people that wanna know how do you actually go about carrying out a winning first date. So yeah, the floor is yours guys. You guys can shoot away.
2: I'll actually go first. I think the the one thing that really makes a date an amazing date for women is the effort and how thoughtful you were in executing the date. So if you ask me for the date, if you say, "Hey, can I take you out on a date?" Are you giving me the options? So you could possibly say you can't decide what you want to do, but it's nicer when the guy has already planned something out and something that's very thoughtful, even if it's dinner, but make sure we go to a place where I will be comfortable enough. I'll feel safe. Make sure I feel safe in your company. Flowers are also really great um, as a first date gesture. I think women really like flowers. So if you are a person who picks flowers well, you can bring some flowers. Also another thing, smell really good. <laughs> women go crazy for a guy that smells really good. So <laughs> smell really good. And carry yourself really well. Um, and I mean, from when you, um, from when I first meet you to when we leave or we part ways, just carry yourself in a manner that is very respectable. In in Zulu, we say, so when you walk into the room, people must feel that, yeah, nah, he's walked into the room. That is really attractive. Um, and just make sure you listen. Don't interrupt me. Don't interject when I'm speaking. Just listen. And don't make me feel uncomfortable. Don't be looking at my boobs don't be looking at my butt. Just make me feel really comfortable in your space. And I think that's the most important thing, just how I feel in your presence. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh boy, do you do I add? Uh, I think for me, an ideal first date... Okay, maybe let me take in context if, let's say, I was being taken out on the first date. Mm-hmm. Right? I think ideally for me... Or for maybe a lot of chains who can resonate. There's like something something a bit adventurous really works. Something adventurous really works. Um or ultimately if you're taking a girl out, um there's also the idea that to take her somewhere where she 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 like loves the space, she relates, it's it's definitely a vibe. Then I think also the last tip I could give you and I can't stress this enough is don't ever ruin it towards the end. So don't then like you know, um, you guys have had a great first date and towards the end you just on some, oh, let's go back to my place when you know fully really well that that's not what she would go for or this is not what she would have been keen for. So I think in terms of that, um, a lot of people end up ruining the date. Like it goes really well, then towards the end it's just like, it's a mess. So, yeah. That's that's, that's my tips. Yourself, no.
0: Um, you you guys have already mentioned great points. Um, but I think uh, you know. In addition to that, I might also just repeat points. But yeah, I think smelling good, um, looking good, um, let it be let it be evident that you made an effort. You know, in your appearance. Um, so don't come with with um, with tacky hair. So for gents, like you know, we'll get a fresh cut. Um, you know, try put on your 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 almost feel like it's your wedding day, but it's not actually your wedding day. So how you would look on the first day, because you know, first impressions last. Um, so I think you you letting it be evident that you are, you know, or you have put in every and any effort to look good. I think also time as well. Um, if you guys don't go to the day together and you guys arrive separately, um, and maybe the, the agreement is that we're going to arrive at six o'clock, um, don't be late. You know, and if you are late, Please communicate, let the other person know that you're running 10, 15 minutes late, whatever. Um, but don't not say anything and then pitch up 30 minutes later. Personally, if, I, if, if we agreed on a certain time and you are 30 minutes late, I'll probably leave. You know? So I think let's just respect each other's time. Um, and yeah, I think also on a, on a, on a date, um, mannerisms as well. Um, just you know, the way you go about conducting yourself on the date, the way you speak. Um, and yeah, I think just be yourself, man, be yourself, you know, don't overdo it because when you overdo it, that's where you become clumsy, now you're spilling drinks, you know now you your leg' is shaking under the table uncontrollably, um but I think as much as you want to make a great impression, just be yourself and you know allow the person to to fall in love with you or to 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 like you um so yeah, I can't really think of anything else um we've already mentioned flowers um don't get ignored by the way, it's also it's very important yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and also it's very important to to compliment um the other person, you know, just to say that you know what I am aware and i and I do see the effort that you've put into looking good or smelling good, whatever um and yeah, I think you know if you if you stick to those, obviously there's other things that we might be leaving out, but if you stick to to these you know a few things that we have mentioned i don't see how your dates can 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 go wrong and also please guys chew with your mouths closed because you know, some people have weird you know and uh, weird tendencies of chewing while their mouths are open i don't think that's necessarily going to you know leave a good impression of um or on your dates rather so yeah i think from my side those are just some of the things i'd like to you know share
2: that's also everything from my side.
0: All right. Um, so, yeah, I think we can wrap it up and stuff like that. Um, you know, the conversation has been great so much. Firstly, I just want to say thank you so much, Tanda, for making the time, you know, to join us and um, to engage in the conversation. You know, your inputs and um, and everything that you've um, added to the conversation has not gone unnoticed. And, yeah, I mean, I think... Um, from from your side, I don't know if there's any parting words. Maybe wanna drop your social media, um, what's this um, links. links or accounts? You know, um, the floor is yours.
2: Thank you so much, guys, for having me. I actually had a really great time having this conversation with you guys. I wish it was longer, but obviously we have to cap it. Um, people can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TandoAU. That's T H A N D O A U. And Honey, I'm Home on Apple Podcast and Spotify.
0: Oh yes, guys, run up her um, Tando's, um podcast, and if you didn't hear that, it's Honey, I'm Home. Um, it's a really, really dope podcast, and yeah, man, it's
2: it's been a. Wrap. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> now it's been a wrap, guys. Um, hope you guys have a great um, the rest of the week. You know, have a great week. Products of Week. And yeah, we'll we'll catch up with you guys in the next week or so. Stay safe, guys. I'll wait.
2: Bye. Thank you.
1: Thanks.